Hello and welcome to In the Back Pocket. Georgie Parker here, and I'm joined by the wonderful Nathan Brown. And GP. How are you? Great. You're good. Well, Fantastic. We've got uh, BJ joining us again. So it's Brownie. A, yep. a good first week. But Brownie, we're going to get straight into this one because it's round one of footy, and I heard that you didn't even get to the right ground on the right day. <laughs> I, I did eventually. I did eventually, Georgie. But I was driving to the it's MC. Round one, mate. We're driving to the MCG to do the St Kilda Collingwood game, and I got onto Power Street off the freeway, turned right, going down City Road, just towards the Swan Street Bridge, and yeah, listening, listening to Triple M. And they said coming up tonight from Etihad Stadium or Marvel Stadium, and um, had to turn around, go the other way. So I almost got to the MCG, George. Well, I rocked up to the airport once without my bag to my first travelling game for Collingwood. How did you do that? I, I literally well, to a footy game. Yeah, to a footy game. My first travelling game. Got to the, got home, got my bag, got back to the game. Got an exit row still. Got right. there did, you, the, did you play? Yeah, absolutely. Right. I played. We won. How many games did you play? Oh, not many, but I played <laughs> over hundred for Australian hockey. But ever missed. I haven't. I haven't. I never. I always checked. Any falls. Seems like an organised sort of human being. Yeah, BJ. Yeah. Uh, well, Brownie, we'll get into the punting. That's why we're here. And value hunting. Have you found some value for this round? I have. There was value in round one, but there's a little bit gone. Let's have a look at this stat here now. Scotty Pernabry, two thirty. I think he's still good value at two dollars. But as you spoke about him last week, was a big price. Day cost. Matthew Kennedy was the big one. He was two dollars last week. He's been slashed. But the two highlighted in yellow here. George Hewitt had twenty eight last week at dollar ninety. Adam Trelaw, can you believe he got the 25 last week? He actually got 26. He was $1.67 last week. He's actually increased in price. I don't know how that works, but for me, Jump that on means it. Adam Trelaw is a big bet this week. So too is George Hewitt, because I don't think the dogs will put any time into him in the midfield. So those two in the yellow, they're definitely bets. Well, he'll be one of your bets of the round. He was last week as well. But speaking of Western Bulldogs, they're taking on Carlton. Bailey Smith, he's out. And how good were Carlton midfield last week? Sam Walsh in the mix. They were. So just when you thought it was, or for Bulldogs' sake anyway, and Chair is missing, they got Sam Walsh coming yeah. back, which is a remarkable yeah. recovery. So it's uh, what's impressive and what we'll find out later in the year when they've we've got everyone back, so Cherry coming back into the team, how that actually works. But it was a pretty impressive start by Carlton. Carlton midfield, though, so good. Paddy Cripps looks to be back to his best. They are, and they dominated last week. He had that zip back into his legs, Paddy Cripps, particularly we saw that in the community series. But let's get into some of their players and how much of the ball they're having at the moment. Now, Paddy Cripps, uh, 25 disposal. That market's almost gone for him, so you're going to have to look at the 30 uh, market. But George Hewitt's the one there. $1.91 for 25. I think there's some value. Look, the Bulldogs have got a really good midfield too. This is going to be a great midfield battle, but I think the value lies in George Hewitt because backing up Kennedy week after week at $2.00. It's a pretty good price, but for me, the value, George Hewitt, 25 plus. Now, Adam Trelaw, he was one of your bets of the round last week. And he he got, you could hear a little bit of a a roar when he got that 25 (laughs) last week. He ended up with 26, but he's playing more midfield time. And uh, he was quieter in the second half, but I look at it, he was $1.67 last week. He's a bigger price this week. And I think Carlton... Bulldogs, they just go head to head and there's going to be no tagging. So they're going to get a fair amount of rain. And I don't, not, not rain as it coming out of the precipitation <laughs> in the sky, but rain to do what they want. So I think Adam Trelaw for me, that is a big bet. I'm going to make it my best bet of the weekend again. Yeah, I like that. Now, who's scoring the goals though for the doggies? Aaron Norton needs a little bit of help in that forward line. It has. Well, Cody Waitman's one, Bonton Pelly goes forward. So I think what it's going to be interesting because they've arguably got the two, they bat the deepest out of all midfields, I think, yeah. in the competition. Mm. Bailey Smith not there, which which hurts the Bulldogs. But I think they'll get 
contribution throughout the year and this week from their midfielders, which I think with Bont and Pally now firming is that, you know, that resting forward, keeping your best players on the ground, he's got the ability to hit the scoreboard more than most. It's almost they need to push Tim English forward this week. Uh, he's, a, he's a really good forward. I think he's just as good forward as what he is Ruckman. So for me, when he does push forward, he just kicks goals every time he goes forward. And he's a beautiful set shot at goal. So Tim English, he goes into my same game, Mouldy. I think that the Bulldogs win this game. I, I, can't, I, I agree Carlton are a lot better and it's great for the competition, but the Bulldogs played in a grand final for a reason last year. So that goes in there. Tim English, anytime goal and Trelaw to get 25 plus. What good say, Matt. Game multi. Now, Sydney and Geelong. Now, Sydney, a bit underwhelming last week with Buddy not kicking many goals. Is he going to be doing that? But first, actually, tell me something I don't know. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about Luke Parker, who's currently the number one rated player in the AFL after his first round. But then I look at his prices and it doesn't match up to a number one player in the first round. So he kicked five last week, as we know. To kick two goals in this game, he's $4. $4. It's a big price to kick two Where plus goals. Anytime goal scorer. Hey? Where did he play he last played week? He played 70 to 75% uh, forward. So, so those odds look probably... Yeah, so the, the plan was, we spoke to him on radio, his plan was to play more midfield, but he started to kick goals, so they left him there, and they had a lot of ball going mm. in. So uh, do they do that again this week? I mean, uh, I don't see why they wouldn't. It would be a 50-50 split, so two goals for Luke Parker, or he's 25-plus if he does go back into the midfield at $1.72. So he's the number one rated player, but his odds don't represent that. His odds are representing a player who might be ranked 40 or 50, same time, Isaac Heaney was ranked 33 last week in the competition. He had 25 to kick three, so there wasn't much difference between them. Yeah. But the rating for Luke Parker, what he got last week, and the value you're getting this week, I can't ignore. Now, Buddy Franklin spoke about him off the top. He needs four to kick his thousandth. He has a good record against Geelong. Is he going to be doing this? Well, I, I'm actually not sure about this week. We all want him to, obviously, just get over and done <laughs> yeah. with, Ryan, particularly back at the SCG, which yeah. would be great for him. But reality is when you look ahead to the weather, I'm a weather man. It, it, the weather's 90% chance of rain, oh. so uh, the scoring will be lower, the chance of Buddy actually kicking for, I think, are all lower. The, so. All the commentators at the moment are sitting there going, what am I going to say? This is going to be folklore. It's going to go into folklore. What Have will I say? Have you written down what you're saying? Well, I'm not commentating the game, but I'd imagine there'd be a few commentators out there. There's a few that go off the cuff, but I'd imagine they'd be all writing it down, hoping they get their the chance. NFL preparing for, for the... the the ground to be rushed, right? So yeah. I think it may be an underwhelming event again just because of the weather. So well, I've, the, I've got him down for, for two, two or more goals. I, I think the four may be out of reach. I think the Cats can spoil the party too. They were brilliant last week yeah. against the Bombers and they outscored them by 46 points out of the centre bounces last week. SCG, it's a small, tight venue. And I just think if they can replicate that, mm. obviously hard to do 46 points. It's almost a world record. But I, I just see Geelong beating Sydney in this one. Now... Paddy Dangerfield for the Brownlow. He was pretty good last week, and you think he that was. maybe there could be some value there? I think sitting back watching the game, you'd probably expect him to get or at least one vote. So I think just based off the back end of his preseason, his first full preseason in a number of years, uh, not only interrupted preseason last year, but then his season was interrupted with injuries. So I think just where they're at, uh, the game style that they're actually played on, they're number one play on team from last week, which is a big change. It is. Uh, which was they were ranked 10th last year. So that doesn't mean kamikaze type play on, but it's a real urgency in Geelong's game, which changed, to get the ball forward. And there's players like Danger through the midfield and their forwards in particular in Hawkins and Cameron that are going to benefit that. But I think the preseason he's had, 
because the stay in the form is, is well and truly a Brownlow favourite. Well, he's either got the two or the three. It was out of him and Tom Hawkins last week. Jake Lloyd is a player that, if you've watched these programs before, I bet into every week because he takes the kickouts and he gets extra extra stats. And as I've spoken, halfbacks is his position to play, but he elevates himself at the SCG. These are the last nine games he's played, and he's a fair bit above 25. Like he gets close to the line a few occasions, but when you take the kickouts and you get those little extra ones, he has to go into it every week. Jake Lloyd, he goes into the same game multi. Uh, Brennan Parfit is in there. I think the SCG will suit Parfit because he is an in and under player. as brilliant last week. And I think Geelong win this game. So they represent the value for me in this one. Now, Pies and Adelaide, my couple of my teams, I'm a winner either way with this team. Now, your mate's not happy with how Pies celebrated. Do you think they're going to be able to celebrate oh, again? Oh, the old, the old wet blanket. Uh, they're very short. Collingwood played a really good game style. They beat Adelaide comfortably here. I thought Adelaide broke okay last week. Their, their midfield was very good. If this game was in Adelaide, it might be a little bit different. But Collingwood were brilliant. And their midfield, I love the fact they're playing in Bacos and also Penderbury at halfback. Yeah. I just think it steadies them. This is where you want to be betting into in the Collingwood with 25 disposal markets. Jordan Nagawi had 27 last week. Crisp, who averaged 28 last year, had a down day. So he's got some good value. Lipinski will play midfield again. Pendlebury missed 25 by one. And Steel Sidebottom had uh, the best part of 18 months as in a down period, but I still think he's a player that can get big, big numbers. So that's where the value is in Collingwood. Now, Josh Rochelle, he was good last week. And my check, it was nice <coughs> to have a little bit of support for him. He is, but Josh Rochelle, what a, what a start oh. for the young man, a former... Yeah. Uh, Caulfield Grammarian, but uh, <laughs> they're talking about Toba Green-like kind yeah. of player in, in years to come. But it was a great start. But I think he just may have his work cut out this week. You'll probably get Quainer, who's uh, an up-and-coming kind of yeah. small, medium defender um, and offensively really good as well. But when you kick five in your first game, you can be assured for him there's yeah, attention coming. There's a bit of pressure too, but there's a bit of attention coming from the opposition. So a bit more work put into him. And I don't think he'll be kicking five again, but uh, he's got a bright future, that's for sure. I love what Jack Ginevan did after the game. Fan engagement. Colin would have been down for a few years. The AFL haven't had fans there for a long time. So to get that inside, and I'm not sure what Kane's on about. I sit with him every Sunday. He's a little bit grumpy, but I think that's where the game's heading and you want to promote that as much as you possibly can. I don't think I'll ever see BJ with a uh, with a cam after the game. I don't think that's <laughs> his go, but it, it suited Jack Ginevan. I love the fact that the AFL senior players in that team, Darcy Moore, Brody Grundy, got behind him and got involved. And Brody Marchek, do you think he's going to kick a few this week? Well, he kicks goals every week. The last 10 games, he's kicked goals. So Brody Marchek is their most consistent forward and I think he's their number one go-to. Mason Cox, for me, is a little bit... Not sure where he is at the moment. Uh, he's leading patterns and he's just forward craft he lacks where Brody Majacek has got really good forward craft, leads up at the ball all the time and goes back and takes marks as well. Right, so he's got both. He leads up, he comes back and he can crumb it. So for me, Brody Majacek kicks a couple of goals. Well, Dogs, Geelong and Pies, we've got the scores for them, but it is a Saturday game. Saturday games coming up next after this. Footy's back at the G, grand final rematch. Let's go talk to the punters. There's still about five minutes to go. You got somewhere to be, Dogs fans? Mate, we're uh, going to We're going We're not going to be able to use any of this. I'm here with Ben Brown, uh, probably the best on grounds, and I absolutely tore it up. Thanks so much for the anytime goal. Anything I can do for the boys, happy yeah. to help out. Just relax, the camera adds 10 pounds. Uh, uh, I'm <laughs> tough night for the dogs. It is a tough yeah. night, but you know what? Carlton are going down. Yeah, that'll be a pretty easy win. Game Bulldogs! Now, big selection news in the MCC tonight. Red Rooster out, Guy Grossi oh, in. Yeah, we noticed that? that? The chips are really? The chips are 
Nev, I went upstairs and got a hot dog and a gourmet little, um, what are they, Frank, are they called Frankfurt's? They are. Frankfurt's and chips. You and travel a bit, do you? I do, I do. Strips and chips, where are they? I come to the footy, strips and chips and a beer. Gil, the people have spoken. Good result for the Ds, obviously, with the win, but it's not all good news. Petrol prices through the roof. How crazy. How much does it cost to fill a Range Rover? Oh, Range, he was about 200. 210. So terrible. I promised myself I wouldn't cry tonight. Sorry, um, I want to report a missing football team. Western Bulldogs, last seen at halftime of the 2021 Grand Final. They're onto it. They're on, they'll, they'll get them. Always funny to see the Nuffs back at the footy. I love it. Melbourne <laughs> supporters, the Nuffs. What about the Range Rover? <laughs> You have one of them, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Essendon and Brisbane. Now, BJ, I want to go straight into the coach's box with Essendon here. They would not be happy with the performance they just put they on They wouldn't. Week. And uh, there's high expectation. I've been trying to call it for a number of weeks. But yeah. I just think, I think it'd be, you won't, you're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think it's round one. Talk is they've had a good preseason. They're focused on a number of things defensively. And we, you didn't, we didn't see that at all, did we, last week uh, against Geelong. So I think the messages from the coaches would be more around the basics because I think just mentally they looked off on the weekend. Yes, they had 408 possessions, which is the most of any team. So there's overuse through the midfield. A lot of the, the star midfielders had a lot of footy, but nothing come of it. So it'd be more about the basics. What did we work on in the preseason? You know, what, what do we do to play well? And let's just focus on that. And I think mentally that is probably overplayed the game in the build-up to the game against Geelong. Yes, a great team, but they just look mentally a bit fried and look like they'd played the game so many times in the head before they get there. So I just think for the, uh, the Bombers players this week, just focus on basics and get back to the things that we're trying to work on and what, make us, what makes us a good team. Us. 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 Yes. Are you a saint or a bomber? Us. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I get this, asked this question a lot, but I'm more of a Bombers just because I've, Got more connection with the wow. players. There's not too many players yes. at Saints anymore. Oh, I that didn't I played know with. that. Yes. What are you? Considering like, I vote for Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> See? Well, you'd be happy. If you had to choose one, Richmond or Bulldogs? Um, uh, yes, uh, a little bit it. of both. See, I, yeah. I don't have to think about it. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Joe Danaher Joe because they, he was really good last week. Uh, missed a couple, gave a couple off, but was brilliant. I think it's the fittest I've seen Joe Danaher. Now, he comes up against the defence in the Bombers who were all at sea last week. Jeremy Cameron looked like kicking eight before he got injured. Tommy Hawkins was best on ground with Paddy Dangerfield. But who do they put to him? Stuart, we record this before teams are out, so I'm not sure if they bring someone in for Joe Danaher, but I think it's just all set up. I, I think it's set up for Joe Danaher to have a big day out. Hopefully he can kick straight. That's the only thing you worry about. But I'm heavy into Joe Danaher this week. Two-plus goals, three-plus goals, four-plus goals. Four plus. I'm looking at Joe Danaher as a minimum three-plus goals. So head-to-head, uh, -head, Brisbane, Joe Danaher, three-plus goals. And Darcy Parrish gets the ball more often than just about any other player. So he's going to get 30-plus as well. Would have you given him a spray for that little handball? I would have been calling for it, absolutely. <laughs> when I played with Richo, he was terrible at 10 metres. You went past Richo at 12 metres. Is there instruction to, to Richo out. that when you're inside 20, just give it to a teammate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the little man got on his shoulder and said, Matthew, you need to but give this Joe one can, off. Joe can kick set shots, so that's the difference. Now, what is your same game multi? I just went through well, that. You went if through you had that, obviously. Yeah. Didn't listen to you. Now, Port yeah. Adelaide and Hawthorne. You are not keen on Hawthorne and Port. Well, they're back at home. 
I saw Hawthorne last week and, and they won, but they beat North Melbourne and North Melbourne couldn't have played any worse last week and I think Hawthorne did the job they needed to do, but they were four goals down at one point. So you travel to Port Adelaide, it's a hard ground to, to play against, it's a hard ground to defend and I just think Port Adelaide win this game comfortably. I'm thinking 40 plus. Mm-hmm. Don't get sucked into Hawthorne's win last week. They're going to be okay. They yeah. got Sicily back and Gunston was good, but it's a big step up to play Port Adelaide in Adelaide, who almost beat Brisbane last week. They were just poor in the last quarter. Dan Houston, for me, is the man you need to bet into. It represents big value. Spoke about Matthew Kennedy last week, who was $2 to get 25-plus. This man was brilliant out in the wing. He got 36 disposals, but he's still $2 to get um, 25 disposals. I, I just think that's a bet every day of the week. I'm going to take that hard. Well, last week you bid high praise for Zach Butters. said he's the next little gaz. Hey, that, yeah. was, that wasn't my words, that was their words. Yeah. That, that was Port Adelaide's words. words. Yeah, which is words. huge, so, huge. And it, it came to fruition, didn't it? That uh, So 25 plus last week. This week he's paying $1.57. But uh, when you're a permanent midfielder around the ball and being such a talented player like he is, I just think he's, he's bound to get uh, those numbers most weeks. So he's pretty good value still at $1.57. But just on Dan Houston, just for the punters, I think the sportsman doesn't quite know that when you're a wingman and play majority of wing that 20 25 plus disposals is a pretty uh, pretty appealing thing yeah, so pretty easy one to get yeah, yeah, so so Dan Houston I like Brownie's one that's imagine he went down and took the kickouts as well but uh, <laughs> Port 40 plus Houston 25 plus and the total points over in this one yeah I like it now the Suns and Melbourne Suns showed a little bit of promise last week didn't they obviously playing against an undermanned West Coast this is a huge challenge for them taking on Melbourne. It's a big step up. It's playing a reserves team against the Premiership team now last week. I mean, they should be happy they beat the West Coast Eagles, but so they should have. West Coast had 24 players to pick from and they were down at three-quarter time. But the thing in their favour last week is <clears throat> for the round one, they were the, the, the number one team to have the ball in their forward half. So they've got the ball in the right position of the ground. But they come up against a side who has probably got the best player in the competition right now, Christian Petrarca. And okay. unless they... On that, do you think he's the best player in the competition, Petrarca? I think based on round one, coming into the season, his argument there was a, a top three yeah. player, but now after after round one, I think you have to well, put him at number one. You've got Dustin Martin in there as well, Marcus Bontempelli, and this guy, who's now the best player in the comp. 39 touches two weeks in a row. The last time he played was the grand final. Um, they don't tag Gold Coast, so do they send a tag to him? I don't see them sending a tag to him, so he just racks them up. He gets 30-plus again this week, Christian Matraka. And Tuke Miller didn't get 30 last week, got 29. He had 16 games in a row where he did have yep. over 30. Will we still be betting into that? Without a doubt. Tuke Miller, 30-plus disposals. Melbourne don't tag either. You're going to roll Oliver through there, Viney, Petrarca. I mean, they're at the point of their careers now where they're like, well, we're the best. Yeah, you, you, come, you come to us. Yeah. We're, we're getting the ball more often than not. Yeah. If Took Miller gets it 45 times, they're not going to care because they know they're going to win the game. And it was nice to see Rao back to his best as well. We're going to get into the Sunday games just after this. What the I've got to say, when Sportswear told me they'd organise me a box for the footy, this is not what I had in mind. But, uh, Okay, batten down the hatches, folks. Carlton have won round one. The lead is officially off. Richmond needs to lift. Let's go and talk to the punters. Get your grand final merch. 
Get your grand final tickets. Up the baggers, let's go, boys! Well said, well said. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. I promised, my, I promised myself I wouldn't cry tonight, right, but I'll get a bit emotional. Awesome. Oh, baggers or flaggers, am I right, boys? Woohoo! This is our grand final, and we've done it! I've been waiting really for this my whole life to win round one. Pretty sad indictment of where Carlton are at as a club, isn't it? Really? But the fact we're going to win the grand final yeah. makes me even happier. So can I take that T-shirt? Oh, I can't. We've only got a limited amount, and I need to use it for the rest of the video. They will not be making the grand final, and I'm saying it. All right? All, all good. How good was David Teague tonight, assistant coach for the Tigers? Oh, look, Best thing he's done for the Blues in years. Oh, look, yeah. Most love I've seen for David Teague from the Blues faithful. Probably ever. Now, I don't think no. Richard are going to be there, but by the look of you, one sleep till the grand final for you. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 bombers, oh, yeah! Woo! We'll, just, we'll just get you to watch the potty mouth there, mate. Get your grand final, merch. Get your grand final, merch. Get your grand Come on, it's, it's becoming an OHS issue now. Come on, settle down. Uh, you watched that, BJ, and you said, oh, They've got short memories, don't they? They forgot that they've been bottom four for the last ten years. That's right. Yeah, and it's round one. Walking away from the G is like they just won a grand final. It's exciting. But it's exciting. I grew up a Carlton supporter. They've been down for a long time. We are back to blues. <laughs> Five Carnivals, hey? Carlton supporters. Yeah, we are yeah. back to blues. He's just a, you're in touch with the common man, aren't yep. you? Uh, North of Melbourne and West Coast. West Coast, they've got Jack Darling back, so a little bit more firepower in that forward line. They should be wanting to win this one. Well, they still have a lot of players out, uh, West Coast Eagles. It's not a game I want to bet into. Is a chance North Melbourne took? Well, they're the outsiders, North Melbourne, and they're at home. So, I mean, I look at that and I think North Melbourne should win, but it's not a game that I'm going to bet into. Toddy Goldstein interests me because I, uh, Larky, it was either Larky or Bust last week and he didn't have a great game. Goldstein went forward and he was the only man that looked like marking the footy. So he's a good price to kick a goal or kick two goals. So if I was going to bet in this game, it would be around Todd Goldstein. Now, Richmond and GWSBJ. This one is probably the most interesting uh, match that I'm wanting to look into. Dustin Martin, we're hearing reports that he may not be playing, which that will shape the game a little bit. But GWS, they could really snag some points well, here I think too. so, especially when you look at their midfields now when Prestia being injured, um, you know, the lacklustre performance by Cochin. If that happens a number of weeks in a row, it'll be easy. Is he getting past it? Those conversations will yeah. start as early as it is. But And now Dusty Martin potentially out. And we know Dusty, I think, the last three performances against GWS has been great, but there's still Matty DeBoer lurking in the background too. Yeah. And we think back to a couple of years ago and the great job that he did. So this for GWS is a big game because that Richmond at the minute are really gettable. Well, the trend is your friend in this one. And I set this one up and there's obviously talk about Dustin Martin being out of the side. So we're recording this before he's officially out. But... Last week, Sydney were able to kick 11 goals between their small forwards or their, their, their medium-sized forward in Heaney, Parker and also Florent. And the, this is GWS conceding goals v small forwards. So it doesn't have to be just Martin, but uh, these are all three-plus goals and it happens regularly. As you can see, Parker five, Florent three, Heaney three, and Heaney in last year's elimination final. So they've, this is an area that GWS aren't good at. And so I go into this game and say, where's the trend? So for me, the trend is Dustin Martin because he, he's done it against them before. He did it in the grand final where he got three votes and he's got two Brownlow votes and three Brownlow votes. So basically, if it's eight votes out of nine, I mean, small forward going forward, uh, making carnage. Yes. Well, well, if it's not Dusty, if he's out, well, can it goes Shay Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, yeah, that was a brilliant. Was good Took my week. words out of my mouth. Meatloaf, well done. <laughs> uh, Shay Bolton. Uh, if, if Dustin Martin doesn't play, I'm going to be betting into Shay Bolton. Shay Bolton. 
So he's my man. Now, Lockie Whitfield, wide wings, he should get a bit of the ball. He does, and, and again, he's been interrupted injury-wise, but a full pre-season, so used it so well. So for super coach as well, he's right up there. But I, I think for 20, 20 plus, he's a certainty, and then 25 plus. So um, who we've got here is average disposals, 15 games, 24.27, but his last five, 25.6. Yeah. There's a trend. Yeah, and the MCG has got the big wide wings, and he is the best runner in the competition, I would have thought. I mean, you can't keep up with him. Maybe him and Ed Langdon are the two best ones. Got a same-game multi for us? I certainly do. Let's get straight into that same game multi and uh, as I roll it, Dustin <laughs> Martin. But uh, if he doesn't play, we're going to roll in Shy Bolton and also Lockie Whitfield. Uh, Fremantle and St Kilda. Fremantle, great win last week. Showed a bit of guts to get that one-point win over Adelaide and they're taking on Saints and a bit lacklustre from them. I would class it as a great win. It was an OK win. No, it's an exciting Just win for a supporter. Adelaide, you're upset. It was an exciting <laughs> win for a supporter. Tell you what, there wasn't much excitement about the Saints last week. No, I can't no. beat it into the Saints. The only player that did anything last week was Jade Gresham. Good to see him back. And I think he's still good value for the disposal markets, 25, 30 plus. He also kicked a couple of goals last week, but Jack still needs some help in there. There, but Jay Grissom's the one. And they're same game multi? Same game multi? Uh, no, I don't. Don't you have one for that I'm, one? I'm gonna be, I'll, I'll touch on this later, but I'm going to bet into the Saints this week. Oh, what do you got? Well, I just I just think that the heat's on them already. Like, they're expecting yeah. to be a, a finals team, a top eight team. Even a lot of us think they might be in that bottom echelon, but they have to respond. And if it's not this week, then when yeah, the jungle drums are... A beating, so yeah. it has to be this week. So this will be later on, but uh, it'll be St Kilda to win into Jack Steele wow. for twenty five. I like it. I like, I like it. it. Now bet Back with in his mates. Old club in. <laughs> bet with mates group. Now Brownie, you won yours last week. You're very happy about that. Your, I did. Your thousand dollar play. So we've started with a thousand dollars, and we roll the whole kitty, and we try to get a twenty percent winner each week. I had Scotty Pendlebury last week at a dollar thirty to get twenty mm-hmm. plus, which he did. So we've got thirteen hundred dollars in the kitty for bet with mates, and I passed the baton oh, over to. He's going to be the first to stumble Probably and drop me. the baton. So what are we putting uh, so we touched, on? We touched on it earlier, but it's Dan Houston for 20-plus. So put the 1,300 smack bang on the nose. So Dan Houston at $1.22, so 1,300 goes on to that. Bet with mates group. If that gets up, we'll have $1,586 to play with next week, and I believe the baton then will pass to you. Yeah, so it's a big spotlight. week next week. Because there's no way <laughs> Dan likes Houston. likes the spotlight, though. And less <laughs> injury. The only thing that can stop Dan Houston getting 20 plus is injury. Yeah. So I you think your money back? Uh, with do. sports bet, uh, I think you. We've got an injury. Yes, we've got an injury prevention scheme going on. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the correct term, but we'll get we'll get to the bottom of it. Brownie, what's your hundred dollar play? You got hundred dollars play with? What are you putting it on? Hundred dollar play. So I'm going to split it 50-50. I'm going to have fifty dollars on Adam Trelaw to get twenty five plus again. And I've already spoken about how big I think Joe Danaher is going to be this week. Three plus goals for Joe Danaher. Fifty bucks on both them. I like it, BJ. Hundred dollar uh, Yeah, fifty dollars. Canelio and Hopper for twenty plus disposals and Cal. This is for GWS for 25 plus. Another $50 on Melbourne to win. Oliver and Petrarca, 25 plus. We touched on the amount of ball they're going to get this week against Gold Coast and uh, Langdon for 20 plus. I've split mine into three bets. I've got two $25 bets. I'm bullish on Carlton. I think their midfield's so good. Sam Walsh coming in. Ooh, against and the then, Bulldogs. Yeah, I want a little right. bit of value. I need to make up a little bit from last week. And my second $25, Sam Walsh 25, Cripps 25, and anytime goal for Cripps as well. So a little bit of value there. Okay. And then safe one, $50 onto Melbourne at 25 plus. I don't think we use the 25 plus market enough. No, we I don't. Like but uh, how are the results last week? How, well, do, we, how, do, you, how do we go? Of course, you'd like to bring this up, Brownie, of course. The only Chester's one out. to get his $100 play up. That's but why I'm the brand ambassador. Oh, well. <laughs>
That's why you get paid what you oh, get. Here it is. And yeah. we Run get what we get. Here we go. Here we well, go. you keep it simple. Like, you, you, you two over I would there. like to say... Look at BJ. Look at BJ. You've got about 100 like a bits on there. Look at that. Oh, uh, GWS killed me. Yeah, so Matty Kennedy was brilliant, but Adam Trelaw got up. And um, my crows, the total points under, it was one point over. Uh, well, so it was a little bit tough. Stiff, Rich, isn't it? Yeah. It is stiff. And uh, Richmond, that was your bet of the round as well, 1-39. to yep, 39, that, That's so a profit. We were broke making a profit, as we know. Well, look at that. Well, that is the end of the show for In the Back Pocket. If you are having a punt on the AFL this weekend, please make sure you always do your gamble responsibly. 